Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. Could be better. That's all right. That's all right. Shut up, Joel. It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, footy's good. And you know why footy's good? Hmm. Because before we even get into like the results of our teams, on Thursday night, we were gifted the greatest football gift of all, which was Richmond lost to the Suns, and it was fucking glorious. Something that you predicted, Tom, which is fucked up. I was having not a bar of it. Sean said he was going to tip them, even though I knew he wasn't and didn't. But I was like, shut up, Tom. <laughs> hey, I would have if it was Metricon. When when it got moved from Metricon, I was like, well, no, nah, it's just impossible now. So, of course, fuckwit over here tips it. He's been so chirpy about getting that right. Like hey, he's the Messiah. Hey, just, like he doesn't do one of them every week. Can I just put it yeah. out there, though? Yeah. That's got me back into the top 100 in our tipping comp. Oh, fuck. You're still four or five off us. <laughs> hey, I'm in the 80s. I, I've been sitting on about 110 to 105 for like a month and just haven't been able to get anywhere. Yeah, Joel, you want to spew? I accidentally tipped Hawthorne. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't even know what happened. Like part of my brain was like, did I tip it early in the week and go for like the 400 game silk sort of factor? But I don't think I would have. I think nah. I literally just have done the wrong thing. I reckon you, your brain's just shit its pants as you're doing <laughs> tips. It was disappointing because I got the same as you, Joel. I had a chance to pull ahead. And yeah, I blew it. see, I actually went through your tips, Sean, because I was like, oh, we got the same. I know that uh, Sean tipped Geelong. I went for Essendon, Geelong won. And I was like, oh, I reckon I've got him because uh, a lot of people thought Fremantle were going to beat Carlton because then they'd jump into the eight. And I was like, no, nah. they're going to do it for Teague. They love Teague yes. now. Back off of the season specialists. <sighs> yeah. I didn't think you were going to go um, Carlton, mate. I thought you were Freo all the way. So I thought nah. I had you again, but uh, yeah. no, nah, blew it. Blew a big chance. I, I contemplated at one stage during the week going the Giants as well. And Jesus, if I'd done that, I might, I could be head coach of a team. Um, another one that I thought. Zach Tom Brown, hire Tom Reed. <laughs> another, another, uh, look, we're spoiling a lot of game results, but presumably if you've heard this, you already know what happened. Um, but yeah, like I thought that you might have gone West Coast as well. 
Me? No, yeah. not at that ground. Nah. Not at that ground. Not with Errol Goulden back in the squad. No, 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 no. No, not, not, at, not at the Swans' home away from home. Not with Buddy looking at that column that says 1,000 goals and just going, <laughs> here I fucking come. <laughs> um, yeah, huge results this weekend. All right, let's get into it. Thursday night football. And usually, well, last week we actually made fun of this by uh, Thursday night, primetime, obviously. We're like, this game does not deserve it. Turns out it did. And uh, Mm. a huge shout-out, not because the game was great, but because it had some primetime moments. One being uh, when there was a minute and a half to go, which is plenty of time for Richmond to kick two goals. Yeah. The uh, Gold Coast Suns fans put their fucking boots in (laughs) and started chanting, na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na. Hey, goodbye. Huge. <laughs> well, I want to know who they were chanting that to because I don't think there were any Richmond supporters at that game. Um, I don't like to travel to Marvel, as we know. Yep. Yeah. To be fair, I will also give the benefit of the doubt. They did find out the game was going to definitely be there and that they could attend that day. Yeah, so the, I think morning, tickets, the morning off. I think tickets went on sale at 9 a.m. on Thursday for a game in, you know, Eight hours. Yeah. You know, um, you know, eight thousand supporters, they've got a hundred thousand members. You'd think that probably could have got a few more down there, Tom. Yep. Well, considering that at the Swans West Coast game, there was about eighteen thousand Swan supporters down there. Like they got a f- the full percentage that they could have at that yeah. venue. I mean, if your team was pulling its pants down on the field and taking a massive shit, would you want to go watch it? No, I no. wouldn't. But mm. I don't understand how Carlton supporters work either, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. Cop that, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that the whole segments of this show are just about fighting our fans. Mm. Yeah, and look, our uh, Carlton supporting fans have had a gut full, and we'll probably talk about Carlton <laughs> this week. We don't have to. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of games to get to, and they, yeah, they play but, I don't think but, we watched that one, did we? Uh, there was definitely some moments that need to be spoken about. Sam Walsh, a lot of how good's footy magic about that goal. That's true. That's true. And there we go. We've talked about it, so we don't well need to talk about it again. Good job, boys. <laughs> Two in a row as well. That's huge for who? For Carlton. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I you mean, yeah, 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 well done. Take train. Do those two doot, games? Doot. Those two games matter? You reckon? <laughs> Uh, I mean, in theory, they're mathematically possible, which is something we love. Yeah, but here's the question. When they got on when they got on the Teague train, have, have they touched on with their Mikey cards? They haven't, because the inspector's <laughs> coming and they're about to be just, they're about to be pummeled off that train. Uh they still think it's Connex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to jam their fucking Met cards into the Mikey readers. Yeah, Carlton. Yep. Still pulling a Met card out of like a brown paper bag. Yep. <laughs> Thinking it's the nineties. Yep. Yeah, Gold Coast. Well done to hold on. And also, like, there was a thing that look, there was uh people that jumped on the field. Dumb, so stupid during COVID times when restrictions are so intense. It's a good way to make sure that supporters aren't let to the game. Also, mm-hmm. I thought was gonna fuck the Gold Coast real bad. Because Richmond are a team made up of people that like under pressure, you can still expect Richmond to perform somewhat. Where Gold yep. Coast could could have easily been spooked by that. So to the yep. two Richmond fans that jumped on the field, fuck you, you're stupid cunts, and I hope you're banned for life. I wonder if it's a bigger a bigger um, fine. I think it is because wasn't there that guy who jumped on one of the West Coast games last year during a or the 
or a Freo game last year during COVID. And because it wasn't just breaching the ground rules, there was also the biosecurity laws. And I think yeah. it was a $10,000 or $12,000 fine. Yeah, good. Yeah, so that's, a, that's double, I think. So, yeah, yeah cop that. Yeah. Enjoy that, your penises. Hmm. Yeah. And also, speaking of penises, fully clothed as well. Disgusting. Yeah. If you're going to do it, do it properly. Cowards. <laughs> <laughs> I want schlong on my TV on a Thursday night. Yes. Their kids are watching. They're, like, it was fucked, and I don't, no one jump on the field. But if you're going to do it, do it fucking properly, you stupid cunts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm angry at them on two levels. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, Tuke Miller is a fucking machine. Oh, love him. He was, he's an All-Australian. Lock it in. He should be the captain. Should be the captain in my fantasy team. What a great pickup. <laughs> he's, what I love about this is I think there's about three or four. If, if the All-Australian selection panel have yep. fucking yep. spines and brains, yep. there's a bunch of people that should get picked in that side over maybe some old favorite stages who haven't really performed as well this year. Yep. But who fucking knows? Yep. Yeah. Hey, now, he'll be there for sure. He's been too good. You just can't not put him in. Surely him and, him and Parrish. Yeah, him and Parrish. I think Parrish will be fine, but Victorian bias might kill Took. Took. No, I, think nah. he's, I think he's too good. With the only get, son named Miller Magic, and I feel good for I feel good for Stewie Jew as well. Good on him. Yeah, that's a that's a great win for that club. Big win for that club. Yeah, I hope they have a big um, finish because they haven't had a big finish maybe ever. Yeah, <laughs> they usually have a hot start and then they just and then a disappear fast fade. Yeah, um, yeah. Fucking Gold Coast, big fans of Neil Young because they live and die by the it's better to burn out than to fade away. Uh, Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It hits the bye, and they are fucking burnt out as fuck. Gone. <laughs> Vanished. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Friday night. Tom, take us away. Um, yeah, look, uh, go Cats. So I think the ledger is now square in the How Goods Footy Cup. Or are you a bit ahead because of the percentage boost? How many wins have you had? Well, I've had two. Oh, the one-pointer? Yep. Yeah, well, we smashed Jason by 11 goals and you by about seven. So yeah, you're probably ahead. I would say definitely, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, that's our no, math. Look, that's our math works, Tom. Stressful game, Joel. I don't know yeah. uh, how you were feeling about it, but when you were twenty something points up, yeah, I was shitting. I'm thinking, fuck, Tom. They've, they've it come. was stressful for me until you kicked eight goals in a row in the second quarter, and then the stress was alleviated pretty immediately. Um, yeah, look, I I think it was fourteen goals to four after quarter time. Yeah, which is pretty. Indicative, but it felt closer. It wasn't until I looked at it and saw how it had played out that I was like, oh, we yeah, actually... Tom, if I wasn't watching okay. the game either, I might have assumed differently if I just made up scores. But yeah, like when I looked at the game too, I realized that uh, SM were in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I watched the game with Tom. He was giggling the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> I figured. Yeah. No, no, no. I was, I, like, was, I was stressing. He was stressed for quite a long time. Yeah. I would say it would have been stressed. The usual Geelong amount, which is like maybe half half a game. <laughs> if that. Yeah. It would have been when did you call it? I think like five minutes into the third quarter, he's like, we got this. We're home. I don't think. I think it was late in the fourth. I was like, oh, we've got it. All, I looked at the score and all of a sudden we were six goals up. And I was like, oh, oh, we'll, I oh, we'll think we're at home. when you kicked two goals in a row, uh, like five or ten minutes into the last quarter, it was well and truly done. Yeah. Um. Lot, Some stressful Tom, news, though. Yeah, your coach and your fitness team made an interesting call. 
Well, it's so weird considering... So we're talking about, obviously, Jeremy Cameron had that fitness test beforehand, cunt. which we, we didn't see. And actually, I've got a... Yeah, big cunt. After this, I do have a... I do, I've, got, I've got some more evidence to put in the Jeremy Cameron rehabilitation case file. So we'll get to that. Um, I only care about on-field rehabilitation. No, 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 no. This is part of it. It's, it's a holistic approach, Sean. I guess. Well, what is it? Just tell me. All right. So obviously, he does his hamstring. He's on the on the bench, uh, and he's pretty flat and pretty yep. dejected because you would be. You've good. done your hamstring again. Yep, very good. Um, again, don't know why they played. You kicked three goals in a row. Um, you kicked three in a row. And then got looked. a knee, knee in the ass, which uh. is what set off the hamstring, which is very funny. We yep. corked his glute. Cop that. <laughs> <laughs> Need him in the butt so hard his hamstrings popped. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> but no, he, yeah, he played good. really well for that little burst and got us back into it and then was pretty flat on the bench, apparently was fairly like down on himself. And all throughout the three-quarter time break, apparently there was a kid in the crowd who just kept trying to get his attention, like calling out to him. And he was just a bit flat and I hadn't seen him. And then literally just before it was about to end, he looked up, seen this kid. This kid's waved. Jez given him a wave, sat back down, thought about it, got back up, walked over, gave the kid his boots. That's okay. pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I guess giving away boots that you didn't pay for. Well done, Jez. Sean, do you reckon he was giving away his boots because he's not going to play again this season, doesn't need them? Hopefully, yep. No, I th- apparently they're saying, I reckon he'll be back. I reckon it'll be a couple of weeks, uh, maybe three or four weeks, mm. but he'll be back for finals. Give so. him a fresh pair. Better um, yet, <laughs> give him a pair that would fit him. What, boots? Yeah. What, why wouldn't those ones fit him? The kid. It's a kid, mate, and he's Jeremy Cameron. <laughs> you think those boots will fit oh, the kid? Oh, okay. No, I thought you meant Jeremy Cameron's boots didn't fit him. I was like, what? Yeah, the they fuck? didn't. What do, you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Tom, you, Jeremy you, Cameron's I mean? boots aren't going to fit on a child's feet is what yeah, we're saying. No, I understand Keep that. Up. I thought you were talking about the fact that you were going to put Jeremy, Ca- like Jeremy Cameron's boots weren't going to fit Jeremy fucking Cameron. No, 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 no. Come on, Tom. Well, you didn't make that clear, no, Sean. I did, well, Joel understood, and I'm sure every listener did. So I yeah. don't think they did. Let yeah. us know. Um, now, look, it was a good win and uh, stressful and... Um, Tom Hawkins reminded everybody that even without Jeremy Cameron, he's still a pretty big fucking good player. Yeah, very. Just kicked a lazy six. Um, Dangerfield reminded everyone that he's still good. And uh, Darcy Parrish was like, get fucked and we get 43 possessions again. Suck mm. my dick. Yeah, probably was- giving best on to Tommy Hawkins. You reckon? I- yep, over Parrish? Yep. Look, you've got to give a winner's bump, and I understand that, but Parrish also equaled highest with himself. The highest amount of disposals that Essendon players ever gotten. Uh, the fourth highest... Uh, contested possessions ever had in a game and uh, kicked a goal and laid three tackles. Yeah, I don't really care, though. They're like Essendon statistics, so, like, whatever. Statistics, like, you know, touches of the footy, mate. Who cares? Tommy Hawkins kicked six goals. But those big baby oiled arms, come on. Yeah. Give him a medal. Parrish has had two or three of them already. Third, this is his third. Yeah, He also Um, didn't get best on in the coaches' votes either. Yeah, Correct. Dangerfield did, did. Dangerfield did. Oh, give Dangerfield the medal. He was also very good. The Bombers, uh, very exciting early. Yeah. But uh, you'll love to see Jake Stringer fade out of a game and <laughs> just be the big piece of shit that he is. Warms the heart. This, um, a mate of mine sent me a message and said that, uh, that Jake Stringer is a fat Dustin Martin. <laughs> That's fair. Dustin um, Martin's a fat Dustin Martin. <laughs> Uh, also love to see uh, Paddy Dangerfield really flexing his uh, head of the Players Association to just, you know, get an extra couple of meters on a man on the mark. Ooh, that was good very to see. Good, he does yeah, that. Hilarious. I, 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 love, I love the, just the, it wasn't even for his mark. It was for Hawkins when he put that foot, like pushed, would it have been Redmond or one of those guys back? It was like, no, the mark's back here. Disgusting. 
It's the kind of thing Essendon would do, though. It's a very Devin Smith. Yeah, you're just you're just a bit miffed that you, one of your players didn't think of it. <laughs> yeah, Devin Smith. Oh, going, we wouldn't oh, get away with it. It would be a fifty. Yeah. Uh, don't don't get me on the umpires nonsense. That was a real 50-50 split. Just me, the every man watching it, sitting there in the middle and thinking, yeah, let's go on both ways here. Was good to see. Uh, look. Tom Hawkins did kick the goal, but it was good to see him go face first into a goal post after he was frustrating me all day. Yep. Um, six. Yep. Look, I understand long, it. Yeah. As long as everyone's okay, a yep. good um, whack into the goal post sometimes to knock some senses <laughs> it's, into you. It's, great. It's good, it's just it's good wake for you up. And it, it yeah. did him good. I think he kicked yep. four goals after going into the goal post. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Including, I think his next goal was the cheekiest goal, but also very, very dumb move by uh, Draper. The old uh, oh, the, professional that, rush behind that uh, Tommy Hawkins was like, oh, just eat this one up and snap a goal. I'll rove that. No, we kicked some we kicked some dog shit goals like that. We had that one and then Isaac Smith's soccer from about 45 <sighs> yeah. that looked like filth. Yeah, it was but special. I want to talk about, before that, the actual the best part of that passage of play isn't even Isaac Smith's goal. It is Cameron Guthrie firing off the fastest handball I've ever seen. He literally gets the ball and before he's properly controlled it, he's just... Popped it straight out to Isaac Smith. It's like it's in one motion. I'd recommend mm. people watch it. Not you, Joel, obviously, because that's cruel. I wouldn't do that to you. Um, uh, and that's all I got. That's, uh, Tommy Atkins played a really good game in his 50th, so well done, Tommy. Well done. Um, Tommy Stewart was a lot calmer this week. Yeah, didn't punch anyone. Well done. Of well done to everybody named Tom. Correct. <laughs> your name's Tom. It's been a good weekend. Yep. Unless your name's Tom Lynch. <laughs> Well, Tom Lynch kicked five, so Who cares? I reckon he's, he's a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah, uh, Dowhouse did nothing again. We'll probably get dropped next week, I guess. Oh, I'm amazed he didn't get dropped this week. To be completely honest, he had eight touches and kicked it behind. Again, mm. that's literally what he's been doing for weeks. Myers came back in and looked looked good too. Kicked a couple of goals. Just did some nice things. Um, I like him in the team. We just, yep. a, I think we were just a bit more of a dynamic, dangerous forward line when he's there. Mm. He's just a bit cheeky. Yep. Yeah, like when you're getting worse stats than um, Brandon Ham, and you're playing in the winning side, uh, you know. It's time to go. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of time to go, time to go to Saturday. Big upset. Huge. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. Melbourne getting a bit of the uh, mid-season top of the ladder shakes. Mm, predictable. Um, boys, have they won the uh, premiership in June? Is that is that what's happened here? And uh, are they there, you know, staring down they're the barrel? In pos- they're in a position here at the moment where I cannot... So they finished top of the ladder, let's just say, hypothetically from here. Can you imagine... I mean, you've yep. got bias here, yep. but can you imagine them beating either Brisbane or Geelong or Western Bulldogs in the first week of the finals? No. I, no, I don't think so. I, I don't can't. think they'll finish top four. You don't think Melbourne will finish no. top four? I, I think. I think. I think. I don't think they might finish fifth. In my current ladder predictor that I've got, they're fourth or fifth, depending on how Port go. Look, I'll just well, yeah. I don't want to rule them out of the top four. I don't think they'll be top two. Is my thinking. No, I think the, this loss hurts them because you've got an easier draw than them. The mm, Bulldogs, I yeah. think, will are better than. Although they thrashed the Bulldogs, I'm with. Look, I'm with friend of the show Gemma. Uh, in that Melbourne are a worse side when Jack Viney plays in that midfield. They also need to get Benny Brown in, I think. 100%. They need yep. someone that kicks goals because mm-hmm. they got mm-hmm. no one at the moment. Yep. And like Tom McDonald has been playing well, but they brought they brought him in for a reason. Get him in there. Yeah. Hey, look, leave him out and lose. I'm happy either way. 
<laughs> well, like to look at Melbourne's last three scores, they have kicked 63 points, lost to Collingwood. 63 points, beat Essendon by 11 points. And then last week, well, the week that just passed, 55 points. Those are not winning scores. No. No. Oh, that is. And like, how, what did what did you kick in that game where you lost? Like, were you inaccurate? Uh, no, they were inaccurate, I think. Okay. Yeah, it was 9-8. Sorry, 8-9 to 9-14. But still, kicking 9-14 against Essendon. Is you'll probably get out of get a, well, they got away with, but do that against like a Geelong, you're fucked. Hmm. Well, that's it. I mean, and the, the thing they had going for them is they were reducing teams' scoring. Yeah. And while while the Giants didn't kind of run away with a big score or anything, I think it just came down to that teams are starting to work out that if you can if you can isolate either May or Lever, you're in a good spot. And I think teams like. Geelong, Bulldogs, and Brisbane have a lot of forward firepower that May is going to be able to zone off a Hawkins and a Rowan and a Cameron and a Danger. Brisbane's got Hipwood, McStay, and Danaher, and Charlie. And then Bulldogs have got Astronaut, Bruce, fucking Waitman, who's just turned it on the last few weeks, and then arresting <laughs> Bond. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's a look, it's not panic stations yet in Melbourne. They could absolutely surprise us, but. And and the best thing about this loss, boy, the, this this result, boys, is that finally, finally, someone punished Richmond for fucking up. Yeah, about time. I mean, fucking hell. We need more teams to do it. We're well, Richmond, Richmond now ninth, ninth. Mm, yeah, could have been tenth. Mm. Could have been tenth. If a certain if a team had have shown up on uh, Sunday and done the right thing, no, if they'd have shown up on the uh, in the last quarter on Saturday night, Tom. Yeah, that's right. I don't look. Sean and I are currently on a holiday. We're on a Scaredy Boys retreat, recording some episodes for our podcast, Scaredy Boys, new episodes every Friday. And uh, time is meaningless to us here. That's true. Yeah, I don't even know what day it is. That's all right. For someone who doesn't know what day it is, I definitely got a hit for a Zoom link request right on the dot of yeah. what time we'll plan to record. We're scattered, mate. Today's called uh, Mungo Monday because we're watching Lake <laughs> Mungo for the Scaredy oh. Boys podcast, new episodes every Friday. Good luck. Thanks. Um, and Joel, you'll appreciate this having seen the mm-hmm. film. Um, afterwards, mm-hmm. Sean and Damon want to go for a walk on the beach. Oh, yeah, I think you should lock that in. Lock it in now. I don't know. It's looking pretty cold out there. Got the no, fire no, no, no. going. Go for the, go for the beach um, walk. Um, leave your phones at home, I reckon. Or yeah. if you've got a flip phone you could take instead, I'd recommend that. I recommend that too. I recommend mm. that too. I don't like this. Yeah. You know, that's what you're going to be saying during the film when you're shitting yourself. Oh, I, I 100% know that. I hate Tom for bringing it. Yeah. Uh, Joel, don't think I, don't, I haven't tried to weasel out of this if, forever <laughs> since this show started. If I don't come back from Phillip Island, know that Sean killed me for making him watch this movie. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. There's and a lot I, of witnesses. Then I walked out into the ocean screaming. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good time for it. Yeah. Anyway, next game, Adelaide uh, took on the Brisbane Lions, Sean. And what happened? Uh, what was the margin? That's uh, 10 goals. 52 points. 52 points. A comfortable... Calm win for everybody involved. No anger was had. Um, Tom, yeah. was Sean screaming, screaming nonstop for the first three quarters? Sean didn't sit down a lot and punch the couch so hard so many times I thought the couch was going to break. Um, our good friend Damo, who we do the Scaredy Boys podcast with new episodes every Friday, yep. he was has not seen that before really in Sean. And Sean had to apologize yep. at the start of the game, repeatedly during the game. And at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, 
And ever since. Frankly. And ever since, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It was such... It's probably... I was with him at the Collingwood game where they won by a point and he was angrier during this Adelaide game when they were up by six goals. Oh, that's because I'm in the comforts of a home. I'm not outside having to be a, you know, civilised human being. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do you want you from me? To start- <laughs> uh, I reckon you start taking a couch to the footy just for something to punch. Damo thought that the couch was going to break. I hit it that hard. You did. <laughs> I thought the couch was going to break. You hit it Which that is hard. wild to me because in my mind, I just gave it a light little tap. No, nah, mm. I'll tell you what, there was some, you were doing some Andrew Gaff taps to that couch. Oh, well. <laughs> you get, if that couch was playing footy, you'd be getting eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just for the first punch. That's all right. I had a good time. Everyone had a good time. Um, all right. <laughs> I, no. Um, footy is stressful. It is. Yeah. Especially when you're up by 10 goals. Very. But let's be honest. That was a pretty tight fought battle. It was. I think three, was- three and a bit quarters, and then Brisbane really pulled away to put the foot down. Yeah, that's why I said that Damo experienced the positivity of how good's footy. But yeah. when there was eight minutes left and two minutes left during that little block, that was like heaven. And then with two minutes to go, <laughs> Brisbane let through one or two like goals to Adelaide, and that's frustrating because Joel, you would understand percentage is important. You got to get you the percentage. need as much percentage as possible. There you go. Yeah. That's all if, it was. A little light if- sprinkling of anger. Nothing more. Yeah. Yeah, Link McCarthy, what a star! Four goals. Yeah, Tom mentioned Brisbane's forward line a couple minutes ago. He didn't mention Link. Um, Four goals. He was great. Zach Bailey just absolutely flying. Kick three. Twenty six touches. Nine clearances. On fire. Superstar. Yeah. Lockie who? Yeah, Lockie Neal, the most uh, unsurprising late withdrawal of all time. He was never going to (laughs) play. Um. The Beast came in, I think, did he? Yep, Beast yeah. Mode came in. And Barry. Yeah, Jared Barry, I don't know if he should have played. I think he had four touches. He played about f- less than 50% game time. I don't know, just put him in the VFL for another week. It was a bit of a weird choice. No, nah, maybe maybe he's got to step up in the intensity. Yeah, but like I was looking at game times. He didn't play a lot. Kadeen Coleman played less than 50%. It was a bit of a weird sort of thing. I don't want to see that happening. You oh. want players playing the whole game. On. Games like percentage of game time played. We're sort of looking at this over the whole weekend. There was a Geelong yep. player, Joel, who played 100% of the game time on Friday night. Can you guess who? It's funny how we always come back to Geelong, huh? Yeah. yeah. A, Ge- a Geelong player that played 100% game time. Tom yes. Hawkins. Yeah. Incorrect. Lockie Henderson. Oldest oh. man in the world played the entire game. Probably because I can't get him off the bench because he takes too long to get there. Yeah, what position does he play? Fullback. Well, yeah, the ball wasn't really yeah. going down there that much. He was probably fine. I don't know if that stat's that impressive, Tom. I like I like a hundred percent game time stat. Mm, fair enough. Brisbane Tom good. Ha- Marcus Adams, yep. awesome. There was a moment where I thought I had calmed down significantly. Yep, that was the model of calm. You were sitting down, and then Mark and then Harris Andrews appeared to do a serious knee injury, and uh, basically I lost all hope. We had to football and life off the roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you were out of the room. You came back in and said, "Did something happen? Did you kick a goal?" And I went, "No, you fuck." Harris Andrews nearly died. Um, no, but he came back on. He was fine. And Marcus Adams is just like he had that first quarter against in the Richmond game where I think Jack Rayot kicked three goals on him, and yeah. Fagan said, "No, I'm sticking with you. You can do it." And since then, he's been awesome. He's been like yeah. he and Andrews. It's like it's it's like May and Lever. It's a real good one-two punch. Very good one-two punch. It's great. 
Speaking of one-two punch, um, you've done Essendon a favor because you killed Tex. Yeah, that was wild. Tex got killed uh, by Daniel Rich's ass, basically. <laughs> he, he crashed snapped the- his neck in half on that little <laughs> wombat's metal ass. That that is Rich's. If you had to, if you had to crash headfirst into someone's lower half on the Brisbane side, Daniel Rich is the worst option. His legs are literally yeah. made of concrete. Yeah. Um, Tex is really lucky to have uh, literally walked away from that because it looked fucked. Yeah, it was shocking. And then you saw him after. He couldn't really move his neck. Nah, he was doing a yeah. lot of full body turning, yeah. at, which, you know, you don't want to see that. That's a real, nah. you know, that's a real dangerous And one. he's been, yeah, one yeah. of the best forwards this year. So, um, yeah. yeah. It's good for Brisbane, though, in the game because yeah. uh, they're able to, able to get on top, get away. There was some filthy, filthy goals. Joey Danaher <laughs> slipped over, cleaned someone up, stood up, snapped a, an absolute ridiculous goal. He didn't even look excited. He Couldn't was just kind of like, uh, it's just the dirtiest thing I'll ever do. <laughs> and copped a few high fives. There was, there was a lot of little filthy goals. Zach Bailey's goal, I think, was the best, where he just like broke Rory Laird's ankles, stepped in and drew yep. the goal. He's, he's yep. awesome. He's going to be such a good player. He's already awesome. Love How it. How old is he? Bailey, he'd be like 20, 21. Oh. Yeah, he's oh, the future's bright. Same draft year as um, Cam Rayner. Okay, nice. So get Cam Rayner back next year. Ho ho! Look out. Maybe Fucking I won't be. Out. Maybe I won't be as stressed anymore at the football. Hey Joel, what do you reckon about that? Nah. I reckon zero percent chance. A zero. Yeah. Less than actually negative. You'll be more stressed. Yeah. It's true. Football will kill me one day. We all know this. I've yep. said it, yeah, and yeah. I stand by it. And I apologize one day to soon. everybody who yeah. gets in my path. Yeah. I, sooner than later, I think. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the yeah, only yeah. other thing to say about this game is fuck you, Yoav. <laughs> <laughs> Next game. Boys, Carlton really don't want uh, David Teague fired mid-season. But do they? Do they? I don't know. Because they're like winning, but they're not yeah. winning. Like they Again, similar to the win they had against whoever they beat last week, they had a quarter where they were just all over Freo. And if Freo had a kick straight, it would have been all over. Yeah. I reckon half the team want him gone and half love him. And there's a, there's a yeah. battle. Yeah. And eventually one of those halves is going to win. Uh, Sam Walsh um, loves him, as we as we yeah. touched on. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sam Walsh kicked a fucked goal. Yeah, it was a good goal. And what it just proves that what, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Someone put a hard tag on him, yeah. and they smashed Carlton. And it's like, yeah, don't worry about Cripps. Cripps, Cripps uh, is you know Cripps. Walsh is the is the key these days. Yeah. He's quick. He's good on the inside and the outside. You shut him down, you go a huge way of beating that side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well done to Carlton. They are still mathematically possible, but have a very end, a very hard end to their draw. So uh, they also got lucky in that that game should have been an Optus Stadium originally. So yes. which I think Freo definitely would have won. Yeah, Freo really just yeah just kick straight. That's it. Rips your heart out, Joel. You know all about it. Yeah. I've experienced it last year. I will say to all of the uh, Carlton supporters out there, you're probably like, yep, could have kicked straight, could have been an easier win. But look, a win's a win, and I know that better than anyone. Mm. So enjoy it. Two in a row, that's huge. Lids off. Yep. Good work. Uh, Next game, Port Adelaide beat your boys Hawthorns, Sean. Yeah, your, your, your team. <laughs> For a second, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He got so confused. I knew what you were on about. That's yeah. yep. That's how I felt when you were trying to confuse me before about yeah. boot sizes. Um, well done. I think we all <laughs> we all should have known Port were going to win. Yeah, um, yeah. won by more. But great for um, Sean Burgoyne. And it was great to see all the before the game stuff and to see his wife crying and um, the kids. kids there and his his older son who looks one hundred percent like him. It's like they built his son in a lab to look exactly. They've just it's just a shorter, younger version yeah. of 
And he's, Sean Burgoyne. His daughter, who's probably going to be like a future fucking Hawthorne or Port Adelaide player in the AFLW. Yeah. Um, it was good Good on him. Like 400 games. That's crazy. Is he the fifth person? He's the only fifth. the fifth player in history, yeah. first Indigenous player to do it. And like he's first played- First two clubs. Yeah, first yeah. person of two clubs. And he's played, this is the best part, he's played 400 games. He's only ever played under two coaches. That is Jesus wild. Christ. Like, that is yeah. insane. So he played only under Mark Williams yeah. at Port, and mm-hmm. then he only Shocking. played under, obviously, Clarkson when he got to Hawthorne. Yeah. That is crazy. Jesus. Good like, on him. I wonder, I'd love to know the stat, and I'm not going to look it up, but I wonder how many others have only done that. Like, Bruma Harvey's played under a couple, like at least four or five. Well, Fletcher yeah, North, might have only North played Fletcher under two. Yeah. I reckon three for Fletch. Because he would have played under Hurd as well. Did he? He probably played under Bomber too, did he? Bomber. When did he retire? He retired after 400 games, I think, like on the dot. Yeah, but I think um, he, I have he, a feeling he, he would have had, had Sheeds, Knights, and Hurd, Hurd Bomber. Surely not. Oh, maybe Wusher. No, I think he was gone by the time Wusher was there. Sure. 2015, he retired. Well, he definitely played under. When was the. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Wusher. Yeah, he would have played under Bomber and Wusher. Jesus. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, so for, for Burgoyne to only play under two coaches, yet also play 400 games, is unreal. And I think the thing about Burgoyne, and they were all talking about it in all the pre game stuff, is that, you know, Boomer played as an inside mid who then played as a small forward, Fletcher played at fullback. Bartlett was sort of that half forward. Bergwijn has played everywhere. He's yep. played as a forward. He's played on the wing. He's played on the guts. He's played across half back. He's now playing in the back pocket as like a defensive, um, like stopping kind of player. And it's just he's uh, he's done a lot and very talented. And uh, congratulations, Silk. Good bloke. Good bloke. Well done to Port. You got to win these. They're um, I think they're sitting fourth at the moment. They've got a tricky. I know. Yeah, fourth. Yep. I think yeah, their yeah, run yeah. home's okay, but. I think most people would probably still do a bit of a ladder predictor and probably have Port fifth, maybe. Well, it'll come down to next week's game. They got Melbourne. Don't next they? next yeah. week they're playing Melbourne. If they beat yeah. Melbourne and win all the games that they should win after that, they will finish top four, and Melbourne may not. Yeah, that's but, big. Because uh, yeah, they've got Melbourne, St Kilda, Collingwood, Giants, Adelaide. Yep. Uh, Carlton, and then Western Bulldogs. Jeez. And Melbourne have got Port. You guys? No. Nah. Nah. Port, Geelong, and Bulldogs, I think. And they play West Coast too, which is over there, depending on how things play yeah. out. Now, who knows with West Coast? Fuck. They are. Can we? <sighs> well, I think we're up to the next game, which is that game. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Imagine going to imagine going to a ground, right? So you can't play at home. You're preparing to play at Sydney. Yep. Sydney, like, oh, we're going to relocate to Victoria. Cool. West Coast, like, great. We'll play at the MCG. And Sydney, like, no, you fucking won't. You're going to play at GMHBA, a ground yep. that I think West Coast have an average losing margin of seventy points. Jesus. Um. Yeah. Look, they've lost by nearly two hundred points at the two games they've played there this year. It is crazy. You would think after what <laughs> they're happens, basically full fucking strength. You'd think after what happened with Geelong, where you won by what ninety two points was ninety seven. 97. Jesus That they Christ. would come out of that and be like, all right, we get to play there again. Let's not be an embarrassing fucking rabble. Flat track bullies. Mm-hmm. They suck. Sydney are really good against West Coast too in recent times, aren't they? Yeah, Sydney it's it. something like seven wins, two losses. I don't know if that's and right. Sydney seemed to have the magic again. That fast flowing footy that they kind of lost. Well, they got some of, of the year. young fellas back. That's yeah. it. That's the zip. And, and uh, there's a man just 
just on a mission. eyeballing thousand goals. Yeah. Yeah. What did he kick? Three three? Yeah. Yep, three three. So what's he on now? Twenty he's got twenty four to go? Oh, he'll get there mm-hmm. he'll get there on grand final day. Fuck. <laughs> it's yeah. so like he could have, and, and he's capable of like who have they got in the next few weeks? That's what I'd love to see. Is there a team that he could just have a day out against? Doesn't matter, Tom. He'll do it against anyone. Any day of the week. Western Bulldogs next week, he'll kick maybe one. Then he's got oh, Giants, probably kick two there. Two or three next week. The Giants, he might kick a few because he'll get fired up. Frio, then Essendon. Uh-oh. Good boy. <laughs> oh, loves oh, playing. St. Kilda. But he's got Bombers Thank- and St. Kilda back to back. He could he could hit his 1,000 goals by St. Kilda. Then Geelong. Oh, wait. No, sorry. Not Geelong. That was the wrong team. Uh, then North Melbourne. Oh, oh 13. Boy. Oh, boy. And then the Suns. Yeah, fuck. Oh, he's got three. There's three. He's he can do it. He can do it. I believe. I believe. He's gonna have to kick eight. I reckon in two games. I think he will do it. He's got to go by. I think he's got. He's, his average has to be three, three goals a game. No, it's four now because it was like three goals four or something like that. Ah, uh, whereas he's on. He's got twenty four, and there's what six rounds left. Yeah, yeah. He'll have a game where he kicks five or six though to just like stack himself up again. We'll see. Yeah. All right. We'll see. I still think it'll happen next year. I think it's a September. But thing. but also they're going to play finals. So even if he kicks three or four over the next few weeks, then he only needs two in the first final that they're playing, and they're probably going to be playing West Coast. Oh. I, I can't believe we're going to run on the ground in a final. Me neither. It's going to be. We huge. won't be cowards though. It's going to be good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Dongs out for All Bud. Right. Yes. Dongs out for a thousand. <laughs> yeah. A thousand dongs. Thousand dong yeah. thousand dong salute. <laughs> Next game. St. Kilda again. In theory mathematically possible, but have the worst percentage in the world. Yeah, I think you're a better um, chance, Joe. You're yeah. a game behind them. And Collingwood still shit. It's just the fact that they did that, the same thing they did against Geelong a few rounds back where they were terrible and then turned it on the last quarter when it was like, oh, well, we've got to try to win now. It's like, what the fuck are you doing for the first Play like that for the quarters? whole game. Yeah. Morons. Yeah. Come oh, on, yeah, Harvey. Kicked, lift. Collingwood kicked three goals seven in the first th- three quarters, then ended the game with eight goals 13. Yeah. And, and uh, St. Kilda in the last quarter kicked two behind. Yes. St. Kilda looking at a 60-point, 70-point win that almost, almost slipped through their fingers. and That percentage would have been handy. Yep. Big time. Instead, they uh, shit themselves. Uh, it, it, you must be just dying as a Saints supporter watching. Because the thing about Collingwood is they kicked a couple of early ones in the fourth quarter, but the body language was still shit because they were getting smashed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they, they kicked, started to believe. Then they started to believe. Yep. Mason Cox fucking snapped one around his body and they fucking lifted. They were getting excited. My chick kicked three in the last quarter, I think. Like, it was dangerous. It was dangerous. Good work yeah. by the Saints, though. Yeah. Yeah. Holding it's on. A bit good. It's a good recovery. Doing it for rats. I love it. Uh, and then finally, uh, the 440 special on Sunday. Western Bulldogs took on North Melbourne. North Melbourne. Valiant loss, especially considering what happened last time. Yeah, yeah. I think they got a hundred points closer than they did last time. Correct, they did. Yeah, good on them. Now that is good because this would have been like, you know, 
the, the lot of internally demons, this would have been a yeah. test. They would have said, "All right, let's see how far we've progressed," and they progressed quite a bit because they there were times in the game where they could have given up and they just sort of ground out ground out a five goal loss. But um, I don't know. You'd walk away from it as a North fan and, and be okay with it. Oh, Noble would be happy considering again the nature of the loss last time. Yeah, they're building. Form and you know the back half of the year's been good, I think. And the Bulldogs oh. are now top of the ladder, just humming along. Yeah. North kicked four goals eight in the last quarter. Yeah. Yeah. They got, I think, within twenty points, didn't they, pretty early on? Yeah. And then yeah, they just couldn't keep the pressure up. They <laughs> They don't have a Bont. That's I mean, that's it. Yeah. yeah. There's not a man named Bont playing for North Melbourne, yeah. and there is for the I think, Bulldogs. I think they kicked one goal five in the first like Five to eight minutes of the last quarter. Yeah, and then they sort of just fizzled to sort of yeah. breaking even. But yeah, that's that's good. Good signs, I think. Yeah. A good crack. And the dogs just, you know, sometimes you just got to get the wins. And they're on yep. top of the ladder now. Yep. A yep. spot that I don't see them relinquishing. Their percentage is huge. Their percentage is massive, and they've got a pretty good draw, I think. Yeah. Um, They're dangerous. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, they're so well, they've got they've got Sydney next week. Gold Coast. That's a big game. Adelaide. They win that. Melbourne. That's a huge huge game. game. Jesus. Essendon. Juicy games in the next few weeks. Hawthorne. And then they end their home and away season with a game against Port Adelaide. Oh, they've got a. They've actually got a pretty tough run. The Dogs are the Premiership favourites now. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it will make sense. Brisbane and Geelong equal second, Melbourne fourth. Yeah. And then a that pretty also makes sense. Pretty decent gap then to Port Adelaide and then another gap to Richmond. So Well, everyone's jumping off Richmond. People starting to jump off Richmond. Maybe so time to jump on responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> should we take a look at next week? We should, please. Even though we do not know when some of these games are being played still, or where they're being played necessarily. Hmm. Um, yeah, the only so confirmed game is the is the Thursday, right? Mm. Yeah. So on Thursday, Port Adelaide take on Melbourne. Oh, prime at Adelaide time. Oval, Port, because I have heard a rumor that a certain margarine named boy might be back. Oh, played some sandful minutes, and Ken Hinckley was like, "He's too good for the sandful. We got to get him back as soon as we can." Zachy Butters, welcome back. Had played a half a footy in the sandful. I think he had twenty one or twenty two touches and kicked two goals. Um, Jesus. I'm going Port Adelaide. Me too. Yeah. I think Port only because that's – I'm tipping with my my love of juice, not with my brain. Yep. Yep. And then some point next weekend, uh, Brisbane are going to take on St. Kilda. Brisbane. 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 Uh, oh, dangerous. The Saints are back in a bit of form. Not last <laughs> quarter, obviously, but uh, prior to that. They're having a crack. All right. This game will probably be in Melbourne, I think. It's supposed to be at the Gabba, but I don't know if Brisbane's in lockdown or I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, if it's in Melbourne, oh, might be back at the footy. Get me oh, back. Oh, Sean. Jesus. I'm gonna bust out my digital membership card. Oh. Here we go. Uh, then at some other point over the weekend, we have uh, Carlton take on Geelong. Geelong should Geelong. win. Geelong. We should win. Um, if, then, if if they have any self respect, they will they will win. Yep. And then at some other point, which I've heard is Friday night, but I don't know where I read that. Uh, Essendon take on Adelaide. Ooh, Ooh. Friday night, get out of town. How dare you put Adelaide Essendon. in prime time? Yeah, get that filth out of prime time. 
No tax either. No for me. Not for me. Uh, Essendon. <laughs> Essendon, yep. Essendon's run to the finals starts now. It has to. Joel, um, your draw is is tantalizing. I will just say that. Yeah, well, so Have this, you seen the draw, this is going to no. be... Oh, look out. This is going to be a huge test for Essendon because we've passed through this fucking wall of like those two back-to-back games, which are always going to be fucked for us, of Melbourne and then Geelong back-to-back. Yep. If we roll into this game with positive attitudes and looking like playing like the team of three weeks ago, that's going to be very exciting. But there is also a chance that we roll into this game looking fucking dead. Look, Joel, if you beat Adelaide, then you've got North Melbourne. Oh. Then you've got the Giants at Marvel Stadium. Ooh. Then you've got Sydney at Marvel Stadium. <laughs> then you've got the Bulldogs at Marvel. Then you've got Gold Coast. Then you've got Collingwood. How many do you need to win to play? Because I think I think I was reading a thing saying that based on math, you don't need 30, 13 wins. You could okay. actually get there with 11 this year. 11 and percentage. Yeah. Essendon's percentage is still, it's not as good as it was, but it's still 98%. What's um? What's Richmond's? Are you higher than Richmond's percentage? 100. Joel. But Giants you're is on 97. Six. You're on six wins and there are seven games left. Jesus Christ. Win and I think, looking at them, you are comfortably right in it in six of those seven. I think the dogs have you. But the other mm. ones, like the one against Sydney and the one against the Giants, they're at your home ground. Anything could happen. It's always magic when it's you and Sydney. Yeah. Big chance. I'm going to be shitting myself the entire year. Fuck. I, I was going to say, how, how, how do you feel if you've got the four wins going into round 23 against Collingwood and you are still alive? Will you want to die? Uh, I want Collingwood Obviously. to die more, to be honest. Uh, maybe we'll go Man, for a juicy. second coach sacking. Just uh, try and get Collingwood's. Yeah, Robert Harvey. (laughs) Yeah. The caretaker killer. (laughs) Double caretaker. Anyway, it's stressful. And yeah, look, we're just going to have to take it one week at a time. But anyway, uh, Giants take on Gold Coast. Giants, they need to win a bit more. Giants. I think Gold Coast will be a bit fatigued after they had to do everything in that win. Yep. Yep. Uh, Giants, Hawthorne take on Fremantle. Freo need the win. They're they're still in touch. So Freo, Freo, Freo. Uh, Richmond take on Collingwood. Richmond, this is big. But Richmond will yep. destroy them. They have to Richmond. But oh my god, if Collingwood win, oh that'll be the only time I've ever been happy. Collingwood have done anything. <laughs> that'll be that's like. Oh, the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Whoever wins, we lose. Uh, yeah. It's actually very similar to a film I saw recently, which has the tagline, fight evil with evil. <laughs> <laughs> I want Collingwood to win. Yep. And that is not a sentence that leaves my mouth ever. It's disgusting. Move on. But it's against Richmond, so I'm comfortable saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Western Bulldogs take on Sydney. This Western is, Bulldogs. This is huge. I, oh. The dogs, the dogs, dogs to win this one, but Buddy to kick a, a a bag. Buddy kicks one. Dogs win by three goals. Sydney. Oh, yeah, I, think so. I think so. If Chad Warner's back, I swear I'm going to be finally passing Sean in the tips. And then, good luck. To finally, you. <laughs> <laughs> finally, uh, West Coast take on North. West Coast. Uh, where is it? 
here, north. Uh, it says Optus, but I doubt it. If it's here, I'm going north. What? North. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <sighs> come on, you shin boners. I said we've hit our favorite part of uh, the tipping segment where Sean just starts telling flat-out lies to both us and the audience. It's not <laughs> true. It's not true, you son of a bitch. It's not a lie. <laughs> How I feel right now might change throughout the week. Like I said, yeah, there could be means- a venue change. There could be injuries. It could be all sorts of things. When it means nothing, you can say whatever. No, 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 no. <laughs> you do the same thing, you dog. You just don't believe in miracles. I do, for what it's worth. Shut up, Tom. No, you shut up, Joel. Oh, what the fuck? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, Tom. Yes, Jusha, uh, do we have any emails this week? Tom, we do. All right, first email. It's from Luke. AFL London is back. Ooh. Oh, bless. Just wanted to give you a quick update that after nearly two years of no official games, AFL London is back. The mighty Wimbledon Hawks kicked off our season with a percentage boosting 94 to 4 win Jesus over Luke. the South <laughs> over the Southeast London Giants. And it was amazing to get out on the field. If we get to the finals, expect more emails. <laughs> We fly as one. Fuck the D's, Luke J. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck the D's, That's indeed. Awesome. Tell you what, I've just realised that the AFL London's acronym is just the AFL. <laughs> yeah, it's good. The Apple. Apple. All right. Uh, this next email comes after me, Ooh. without naming me, but does come after me because I was the only one last week that did not believe. Uh, this is from <laughs> Jimmy B. Carlton supporter. Hello, my footy idols. Boys, let me take you back to last week where you were in sheer disgust 
at the fact that Gold Coast had a prime time game. But let me tell you, boys, when Big Stewie Jew is <laughs> up against the wall, that big man doesn't get held back. Oh. Duke Miller tucked Dusty into bed and said goodnight, champ, to both Dusty and the Richmond's finals chance. Now, as much as I am a Carlton supporter, I think that everyone will agree that it's always nice to see Richmond and their whiny sook fuck of a coach <laughs> lose away at Marvel. That's uh, nah, good. I, I, I love it. However, <laughs> <laughs> at least their fans didn't see them because they don't travel to Marvel Stadium. <laughs> Cheers, footy lords. Jimmy B, Carlton supporter. Did you hurt your voice? <laughs> Nah, felt good. Okay. I'm assuming the yelling was because the entire email was in all caps, Joel? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, parts of it weren't, but most of it were. I would say... Creative license. Well done. Uh, no, no creative license there. Oof. The yelled parts were in caps. The parts that weren't yelled weren't in caps. I just heard all yelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the dear footy idols and then the closing part weren't in all caps. Yeah. And finally, this is a big email to bring home the show. We're getting a lot of answers. Uh, a lot of answers to questions we posed last week. Can't remember what so I this did is yesterday, from- so this will be interesting. I need reminders of the questions. This is from Tim. Oh. 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 <laughs> Subject: Wedding, Blues versus Lions. Oh yeah. The answers are here. Oh, I tell you what, that's some fucking sizzle from Tim. <laughs> boys, boys, boys. Firstly, last week's episode was amazing. I was stuck in traffic on my way to a rehearsal and was with my partner and went, want to listen to a footy podcast I've talked about? P.S. She's a (laughs) Richmond supporter. Boo. So I chucked it on and I was driving in heavy traffic and little did I know that two minutes in, I would hear not only my name, not only my team, but my email. I got so excited, I almost crashed into the car in front of me. (laughs) It was amazing. Thank you. Of course, the true irony of this was that I was on my way to a rehearsals in Geelong. Oh. The poetry is real, boys. The poetry is real. <laughs> what a town. So, boys, you asked for clarification of a couple of things. Was Jax at the wedding? <laughs> was I the brother at the game? Is it just a coincidence that we both share the same double-barreled surname? <laughs> I tell you what, if it is, my head is going to explode. Boys, no. No, it is not. He is my brother, boys! <laughs> oh, yes! Footy detective strike again! I got him back into the footy. We were at the wedding double parking espresso martinis getting into the game, and it was then <laughs> and there that Jax's passion re-sparked. Next opportunity I got, I took him to a footy game, and a Carlton supporter behind us started shit-talking us because we cheered too loudly, and his team deserved the win. Mate! Get out of here! <laughs> was an epic reveal of Jax's inner Brisbane. He's my brother. We both emailed you, and you made both of our weeks. Fucking hell. That is... And Real magic. one last ooh, ooh, thing. Here we go. Here we go. Yep, 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 yep. Now, you all argued whether you would ruin a wedding. It was not my wedding, to clarify, for a game. Well, I did. <laughs> loudly and proudly. Tim. <laughs> However, I was punished. Oh. This wedding was in Byron Bay in and around the end of March. Of course, Byron Bay had a little outbreak at the time, 
As a part of this wedding, we got breakfast burgers for free. However, my brother, Jax, decided he was too hungover to enjoy this free burger. Only to 25 minutes later, make a stop at a local cafe to buy none other than a bloody burger he could have got for free that we then had to pay for. Punishment enough? I don't think so. Three days later, (laughs) that cafe was to be listed as a tier one exposure site, and I would spend the next 14 days in hotel quarantine in the middle of nowhere, twiddling my thumbs, then to get noise complaints when Zach Bailey scored a goal (laughs) after the siren to ruin Collingwood's season forever. Oh, fuck. Uh, Jax and I are true brothers. We've experienced a lot together, but there's one thing that will get us through. Footy. Boys, Keep doing what you're doing. It's amazing. From Tim, Jax's brother. <laughs> that is Great. outstanding. I love that. All so the answers much. we wanted in one email. And a bit more. Mm. Um, if you'd like to send us an email revealing that you are the brother or sibling or sister or uncle of anyone else who has ever emailed us, uh, please do so at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Douche13. And boys, it's going to be a stressful fucking week. (laughs) It's going to be a stressful five weeks. Jesus Christ. 